I've wanted to start a podcast for quite a quite a while now. I started having interest in starting one when I was in Santa Rosa, up in Northern California in 2016. And the reason for wanting to start one was that I realized that one of the activities I really enjoyed was going to a bar, going to a restaurant, a cafe, a diner, somewhere that I could frequent, and somewhere where I would meet a regular or local or just a standard person. And when I would meet them, I would sit there and we would talk and those conversations ended up being very insightful and meaningful to me and I found that there were a number of conversations that I had in those instances where I knew that they had left a big mark on me as a person and I also knew that I would never see that person again and for the rest of my life and One of the things that struck me was, you know, I was having this conversation, they were having this conversation with me, and neither one of us were quote-unquote anybody. You know, I'm, I'm nothing special, I'm not a celebrity, I'm nothing, they were not anything special, they were not a celebrity, they were not an expert, I'm not an expert, I'm just a, a regular old dude, they're a regular old dude or woman as well and yet we still had this powerful deep meaningful conversation and that has been a trend in in my personal life where I come across these people and we end up having these great conversations and it's led me to believe and understand that every person out there does have a story to tell and I think we get so wrapped up in these podcasts and these stories of people who are either experts or have done something particularly extraordinary in their lives. And those are the stories that we want to hear about. Those are the stories that we do hear about because those are, and it makes sense. You know, you you listen to Tim Ferriss, you listen to Joe Rogan. They have the cream of the crop the elite, not the elite, but, you know, the cream of the crop, the best guests on their show, and they have great conversations and very insightful conversations and very expertise-driven conversations. And they're very human conversations as well. Many of them are, are, are exactly what I'm saying, just everyday people that made it, made themselves successful. But I'm not that person. I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not Tim Ferriss. I am auto cram and I'm just a dude who enjoys having a good conversation with my friends as well as strangers and I like to discuss the deep and what I would say beautiful aspects of life which are are intimate as well as exciting as well as enlightening everybody has an experience that they've gone to come across or that they've gone through that can help another out and I think one thing with the layman thought process of a podcast is that well you know what I can't have a podcast because I don't have immunity from society right and what I mean by that is that I have a job I have a regular every day I work at an office I have an everyday job 
and I can't, one might say I can't say certain things and publish it publicly because that might have implications upon my career. And if I'm being frank with you, man, that that's not right. You know, that's not right. That's that's not an okay line of thinking, in my opinion. I I, I will watch what I say on this podcast, no doubt. I won't I won't discuss work. I won't discuss personal aspects that could potentially have a negative consequence on my reputation. Because I'm not immune. I'm not immune, just like many of the people that I would like to talk to are not immune. However, I do still believe that we all have a story. And so, like I said, you know, uh, I've always wanted to have a podcast. Uh, This is probably my fifth, sixth attempt at recording a podcast and trying to make it stick and, and, and get into a rhythm of actually doing it. And there are many people that I would like to discuss life and I would like to discuss philosophy I would like to discuss experiences with and extract whatever knowledge or whatever lessons can be learned from their experiences so that way we can all just continue on our way I find that as I've said before you know every person has a story to tell and so that's my reason again for trying this one more time, you know, you can't, if you, if you can't stop thinking about it, you got to give it a try. And this is one of those things where I, I haven't been able to stop thinking about it for going on about five years now. And so here I am, my name's Otto Cram. I want to have real discussions with people and I want to get that out into the community and into, uh, our own little society. You know, we're over here in the Salinas Valley. It's a small community uh, comparatively to the big cities and to the big communities out there in the nation and in the world. Uh, But I do think that we have a story to tell, and I think that there are very, very interesting people in every community, and in particular our community here in the Monterey County and Salinas Valley. And so that's that's where I'm at. You know, I'd I'd like to have... Uh, people tell their stories. And I think one of the questions, one of the main questions that I think I can ask, which is a safe question, because as I said, we don't have immunity, uh, you know, public immunity, is what is an experience that you've gone through that you are confident in sharing publicly that you believe can help other people? And that's what this podcast, in my opinion, is all about, is, 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 as I've said before, being able to extract from the conversation being held lessons and experiences that might help you when you encounter something that's difficult or you might encounter something that is a little bit unusual to what you might expect or to what society expects or calls normal in the everyday life here in 2020. And as we all know, 2020 is anything but ordinary however again what is ordinary i don't know i don't know what is ordinary you know we we we, seems to me that there are many many people that and society has dictated a, a a certain level of ordinary this is the path that you're supposed to follow this is 
what you're supposed to believe and this is what you're supposed to be doing at this certain age and if you're not doing it then you're a failure if you are you're a success if you're doing it before man you're a real good success you're you're above and beyond but as we all know that's not real life there's a beautiful quote by this you know i found in this book i'm recently reading by alan watts his autobiography and he essentially is saying we in society have this interpretation as to what is expected and that is what is talked about and that is what is pushed but rarely do we talk about what is individually perceived how do i perceive life how do you perceive life what is it that you go through day on day on day it's a very 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 unique experience to each individual and i'd like to get those stories out And so that's my goal with this podcast. I'd like to get people on here. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to come on here and, 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 and give me your life, you know, if you want to, you can give me your life story. That's fine, you know. I'm open. I'm a very open person. I'm open to, to giving my experience in this world. Uh, and you can do that as well. But if you have a fun story, you have a you have a, a, a cool experience, something that's interesting, something that's maybe a little bit more lighthearted than then as I'm talking here, the nature of, of human existence, it's a little bit heavy of a topic. Uh, yeah, I would love to hear it. You know, we all, we all need uh, varying levels, varying degrees of storytelling. And I think that we all have a, as I've said a few times, we all have a story to tell. So anyways, that's kind of my preference, or that's kind of my, my, my preface to what this podcast is all about. And, and throughout the next, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to do this on a weekly basis. Uh, for the rest of this month, I'd like to do, you know, the first person, the first guest on the podcast, I'll do it. I'll jump in first, you know, and I'll give my story. I'll give a few topics that I like to talk about and, and, and maybe talk about who am I as the host, as the uh, creator of this podcast. I'll talk about it. And I'd like to, you know, say November comes around, I'd like to start getting a few guests on. You know, I'm going to publish this on my Twitter account first uh, because I have a raging audience there. It's about uh, 20 followers who uh, actively engage in my account. And uh, if you can't tell, I'm being sarcastic. I I literally have about 20 followers on, on Twitter, which is what I like. I like that. You know, I like a nice, intimate social media. It's a good place to drop projects like this uh but yeah like i said you know i'd like to i'll do myself uh over these next i believe you know be about remaining two or three weeks two or three episodes include you know not including this one i'll talk about myself i'll talk about a few topics uh that i uh think define me as a person as a as this you know i'll tell some stories and whatnot and i and you'll you'll be able to glean information and experiences that I've had uh, hopefully through additional interviews you know I love to do interviews with my family Uh, I think that's something that all of us you know all of us could benefit from having interviews and recorded dialogue with family members Uh, not that you would find my family uh, and I hope that you find them particularly interesting but I find them particularly interesting just because they're my family and I would love to have some recorded conversations with them for 
memories and historical sake. Uh, and also, I, I have a few great storytellers in mind uh, that are from my family. So with that, you know, I'd like to start off, I'll just kind of give a brief overview of who I am. Uh, you know, if you're watching this, you know, or if you're listening to this, you know that my name is Otto Cram. Uh, my name is actually Connor Cram, for those who don't know that. Uh, my first name is Connor, middle name is Otto, and last name is Cram there. And uh, I go by the name of Otto, which is my dad's name. It's also my grandpa's name. And I believe I'm, you know, technically Otto the fourth. The story goes that uh, apparently my mom, when I was born, could not picture a little Otto because her husband was Big Otto, Big O. And so I was named Connor, and, and Otto was my middle name. Uh, in sixth grade, we transferred that over and, 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 and moved me into being Otto Cram. Uh, and Connor was more reserved for those who knew me as Connor, who were introduced to me as Connor. And I've, I've often, as I've grown, you know, I'm, you know, sixth grade, how old are you? You're about 12 years old, 11 years old, and now I'm 27. Uh, you know, there were a lot of people that still called me Connor through middle school. And and in, in high school was really when it started to stick. Uh, but all my life, I've kind of, you know, it's, it's interesting. I've thought, you know, as I've gotten older, I've thought, you know, it's interesting having essentially two names. You can call me Connor and I'll turn around. You call me Otto, I'll turn around. And, and there's a lot of nicknames in between those two. But, you know, it's interesting. I, it, it just to me, I feel, you know, I'm not trying to sit here and, and I don't want anybody to think I've got some sort of split personality disorder or anything like that because I, I like to believe I don't. I don't believe I do. But I I think of Connor and I, I think, you know, of that time when I was called Connor, when people knew me as Connor. I was a shy, anxious, I still am a very anxious, anxious young boy. I'm not an anxious, I'm not a young boy anymore. I'm 27. Uh I'd like to think that I'm becoming a grown man. But when I was Connor, I was an anxious, shy, young boy. And, you know, Con Otto was kind of who I grew into being. When I was kind of had my, my becoming of, uh, that was Otto. And those two are kind of two different dichotomies. You know, you have one half where it's shy and scared. And, and, and uh, you have this other half who's, who's grown and, and, you know, not be, you know, I'm not saying I become something by any means, but, you know, become the person that I am. And that's Otto. And it just struck me as it's interesting to have those two different names, uh, both of which I will answer to, and both of which I resonate with very deeply. Um, however, I am, to this day, I'm, uh, you know, I often say I'm, I am Otto. Uh, you know, uh, Connor is still a very, very present being. Uh, however, obviously, as I said, you know, I am Otto. I'm just, that's that's my name nowadays. Uh, and 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 also, I mean, you know, how how much weight can you give to a name? At the end of the day, you are who you are, and I hope that your name doesn't carry much weight onto that. Um, now I think it's a, you know, being that it is, it is a Sunday and this is a, a 
you know, a, a weekend to reflect upon uh, our mental health and, and being that yesterday was mental health day, uh, I would like to, you know, discuss that a little bit. Uh, as I said, you know, me being a younger a younger boy, I was a very anxious an anxious young man, uh, and that has been something that has carried on into my my life 100%. One that has never stopped. Uh, that's just that's a part of who I am as a person, and it has. Uh, one might say it's gotten much worse, and it has also gotten much better as I've gotten older. Uh, I've had some major peaks, I've had some major valleys, but it is something that I have struggled with, mental health and anxiety, uh, and and me in particular, uh, I would say OCD. Uh, and for those of you who don't know what that is, and for those of you who just believe that it is a matter of having a clean house, I will be the first to tell you that it has absolutely nothing to having, to do with having a clean house. Uh, it's It's much much more intricate and much more mental than one would think. Uh, and that is something that I have dealt with and something that has, has forced me to grow as a human and as a man uh, for much of my life, particularly when speaking of OCD, that didn't start to take center stage until I was about 17, uh, senior in high school, and I was... I was uh, had a lot going on during that time. You know, I lost uh, the opportunity to play at a Division One school. I was a baseball player, and I had an opportunity to play for Santa Clara. I lost that opportunity due to an injury. Uh, I, at that same time, high school crush, high school girlfriend, if you want to call it, that ended. Uh, uh and I had a number of other things going on. Just the, the, the general stress of being a young adolescent or an older adolescent uh, was a lot. And that was when, the, for me, my particular mental health issue uh, arose and really made itself known, uh, which is OCD. And, and, you know, I've had ups and downs. I've, had, I've, I've spoken with, with therapists you know, I'm say say therapists. I've spoken with a therapist. I went to him when I was in junior college for about I don't know eight months uh, every week, and uh, you know we finally got it kind of figured out to a point. But at the same time, you know, mental health is not one of those things that you know I I, I often think when I'm in a in the depths and in the throes of of a mental health relapse. I often think to myself, I'm like, man, I would, I would take a, a fucking broken leg over this because, and the reason is, is because I know that my leg is going to heal. You know, I know that. Uh, but when you are in a, in the throes of a mental health relapse or in a mental health distress, you don't know, or you don't believe that this will get better. You know, you don't believe that. And that is a very serious thing. And it is one that frightens the hell out of me when you're in that and it's a matter of just being able to be rational you know and just being able to be like okay here I am this fucking sucks um but I've been here before and I've gotten out it's a constant mountain it's a constant mountain the mountain does not you don't ever reach the top of that mountain you might feel like you've reached the top and you might sit at the top 
that top there for maybe six to eight to a year. If you're lucky, a little over a year. But then something might happen. You know, something small might happen. You know, something a little anxious, anxiously, you know, provokes you anxiously. And you get a little, you know, you get that rational anxiety, which is understandable. Rational anxiety, as I said, you know, as it goes with the name, it's rational. But that rational anxiety suddenly leads to irrational anxiety. And that irrational anxiety leads to whatever your choice, or not, your, not absolutely not your choice, but whatever your particular mental health issue is. Whether that be depression, whether that be anxiety, whether that be OCD, whether that be, I don't know, I don't know. Those are the only ones I've dealt with, uh, but there are many, many others out there. And I know one of the, you know, the two most prevalent, I would say, are, are anxiety and depression that I've heard of. Um, and they're scary. <laughs> no doubt they're scary, man. They're very, very scary. Um but the key thing that I've found in going up and down and up and down, man, you'd feel like, yeah, okay, I'm ready. I've, I've conquered this. I'm done. I've conquered this. I'm done. The bone has been healed. But it ain't. You know, that bone ain't healed. It might be healed for a little while. And you're doing well. And you're doing well. But it might come back. Some might say it will come back. And you've got to be ready. You gotta be ready because it's it's a fight. It's a fight. It's a constant fight. Those who deal with the mental health issues. COVID especially. You know, I, I was doing really well. Me personally, I was doing really well. I uh, like I said, I've been dealing with this since I was seventeen. Uh, I'm twenty seven now, it's been ten years. And I'm you know, I'm here, you know, right? I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm working through it. You're trudging through the fucking mud. You're trudging through the mud. Just trudging through. That's what you got to do. You got to keep trudging through the mud. And all of a sudden, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. COVID hits. Boom. COVID hits. For me, that throws me out of my routine. And I'm a routine guy. And this, some people might say, hey, man, you're a routine guy. You got a really clean place. It makes sense that you're OCD. But it's like, okay, man, like I understand that. On the outside, that's what it looks like. But again, OCD is a very, very much more complex uh, disorder than just having a clean house. I just like a clean house because I like a clean house. You know what I mean? I'm not going to invite my girlfriend over to a dirty house. And no, I don't keep a clean house just because I have a girlfriend. I, if I was single, I'd still have a clean house. I just like a clean house. It's not OCD. But... You're doing well, you're doing well, and then boom, your routine gets upended. Your your mental house gets dirtied. And what happens then? I don't know. I mean, I do know because I went through it. But what happens then? Your anxiety picks up. You don't quite know what to do when you're getting out of bed because all of a sudden your fucking house... Which used to be your place of comfort. You used to come here, you know, hang out, read a book, watch the baseball game, have a little cocktail at the end of the night. All of a sudden, your house has become, not only has it become your place of work, it's become your gym. It's become your lunch spot. It's become your place of leisure as well. It's 
become your whole life. You know, and I live in a studio. I live in a small, I don't have other rooms. My room is my fucking room. You know, I have an imaginary room, which is the border that is created from my cabinet, which contains my bottles of liquor and my little trinkets and whatnot. I mean, little cubbies and stuff in there. And that's a cool little cabinet. But, you know, on the other side of that, I got my bed. On the other side of that, I got my little bakery and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's one room. And it ain't easy. And it hasn't been easy for me. It hasn't been easy for you. I know that. You know, it hasn't been easy for a lot of us. And a lot of us thought, hey, man, this is only going to be, five, you know, I, when I first started, I thought it was going to be two weeks. When I first got quarantined, I thought it was going to be two weeks. I came home from Japan and my, my company quarantined me because, you know, I was in Japan. That was a kind of a hot spot, hot, hot spot uh, when it first started. I thought it was going to be a couple weeks. Turned out it's fucking October. That was in early March. Uh, seven months been here and I feel better now you know I feel better I feel like I'm in a better routine I actually prefer this now uh, I would say I would like to go to the office a couple times a, a week but at this point I'm feeling better but in the early throws you know the early early times you know phew, uh, all the way up until I'd say August August September time I mean man it was it was not fun it was not fun for me man it was it was alone you were alone you're in your spot, and you did everything you could to just hang on. And that's what mental health is, you know? I guess this is kind of a mental health theme for this this first podcast. And and here we are. You know, here we are. I don't know, I don't know really what else to say about that. I could go on and on and on about mental health. But the fact of the matter is many, many of us struggle with that. And... Not enough people talk about it. You know, I'm I I I understand that these these holiday quote unquote holidays, you know, they are kind of cliche and they're kind of just you know everybody kind of sees them. Oh, National Boyfriend Day, National Dog Day, National Go Get a Fucking Corn Dog Day. I don't know. Dumb holidays, but really, man, mental health. Day. That was one that I paused and I thought about. I thought about that. I saw some people opening up on social media. I saw that and I respect the hell out of that. I respect that, you know, talking about it. One of the things I saw, though, was that, you know, this is just another another day where it's like, okay, this is the day where we're able to talk about it. But let me go another 364 and we're not going to talk about it. And I think during COVID, it is absolutely essential that we normalize and that we talk about our own mental health uh, experiences. And that we understand that, look, man, if I'm if I am having a mental health breakdown to where I hope I would take a fucking broken leg over whatever the hell is going on with with your mental health. Uh, that's a serious thing, you know, that's a serious thing. And that's, that's, that's not, that's not even, that doesn't even scratch the surface of how serious it can go, uh, for other people, for people that experience much more severe mental health issues. 
and we need to stop making those taboo to talk about and I think that we need to start normalizing that and I do believe that mental health day is not just another one of those cliche holidays I, I, I truly believe that that is something that one should talk about and one is something that I will talk about and that is something that is something that I hope that my future guests and future interviewees will talk about you know uh, and that is why I, you know, this is being the first podcast, you know, and just kind of being around Mental Health Day. Uh, this is kind of the first interview with me, right? Because like I said, October is going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to jump off. I'm going to jump off the cliff first. All right. I'll jump off there. I'll be real with you guys. Uh, and I'll talk about things about me that I think that are, are, are relevant to the human existence and that are worth talking about. And one of those that I firmly believe in is mental health. And those are one of the things, that's one of the things that I personally have struggled with. And I won't fucking try to be a macho man and say that I have not struggled with that because I have. And uh, I know that there are many, many people, many other people out there that are in the same boat as me. And we are in this together and we will get through it. We will stay strong and we will we'll prevail and we will, we will develop healthy habits and we will be able to... Uh, continue growing as individuals and live this life uh, to the fullest. I know that. And so I think that wraps, that's that's about what I would like to talk about. You know, I know that this was a heavy, you know, I got, I got a little heavy there. Got a little heavy. But, uh, you know, I don't want this podcast to be heavy all the time. I'd like it to be light and fun and actually just, to, just a, a discussion at times and but man, if you know me, man, I like to talk. And I like to talk about real shit. I like to talk about the real stuff. I like to talk about, uh, as I've said many times before, I like to talk about the human existence. What's your story, man? Because I know you have one. I have a story. You've got a story. We all have a story. And whether or not you're a billionaire or a homeless person, you have a story. And I'd like it to be heard. And I would like to hear it. Uh, and I think that there is something that we can learn from everybody's story. And so with that, I will, I will conclude or I will, I will, yeah, I guess that's the right word, conclude this first podcast. We're about the half hour point, which is, I'd love it to be a half hour. If we have, you know, once I get some guests on here, I'd love to go as long as we need to. Uh, but this is number one. I'm going to watch myself a little baseball. I've got a Negroni poured. I've only taken about a sip out of. Um, but yeah, this was number one. And I'd love to keep going. So just let me know what you think. Uh, if you'd like to come on and you feel like you have a story to tell, let's talk about it. And I'd like to do this weekly. So just let me know. Let me know what you think. I really do. Good or bad, I'm going to keep doing it. So just let me know. Good night.